Welcome to the Trinity Galewood podcast. Here you'll find live messages recorded during our weekly services at Trinity. We are a community that desires to look, live, and love more like Jesus. We're located at 1701 North Narragansett in Chicago and meet every Sunday morning at 1030 a.m. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Trinity Galewood podcast. We see at the, uh, at the very first Passover, this is in Exodus 12, second book of the Bible, Exodus 12, the very first Passover, uh, this is very similar to tonight, where we're shrouded in darkness, that there's been 10 plagues, and the last plague is this angel of death sweeps over this city, and it's going to kill the firstborn in every household. It'll even kill the firstborn of the livestock. And God says to, to his people, the angel of death will pass over your house and will kill nobody if you do these things. If you provide a perfect lamb and paint the blood of the lamb on your doorpost. And this blood will cover you and, and my, the, my angel will pass by and, and will not kill anyone in the house. This is the first Passover. They then celebrate and honor that day of liberation for the next 1,500 years, practicing uh, and remembering this story over and over and over again, that there would be a perfect lamb that you would sacrifice, blameless, pure, white as snow, nothing wrong with it. Fast forward to uh, Matthew 1, the New Testament. Jesus is born in Bethlehem, a city that is known for raising lambs to be sacrificed in the temple. We then see as he approaches John the Baptist, the way that he is greeted by his cousin, behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Then Jesus enters the city of Jerusalem, riding on a donkey. This is Palm Sunday. Everyone is rejoicing. This is the first day of Passover. Jesus, who is, who is God and human, lives a perfect life, blameless. A lamb without defect, whose death on the cross is in place of ours, his blood covering us. I love the imagery here that we get to see very directly God providing. From from page one of the Bible, God makes a promise to Adam and Eve, there will be a savior who will come to you. And here he is. It is a long time between then and now. And I think the beautiful thing about our God is that he comes through and he fulfills his promises. And who's timing them? Looking backwards is very, not easy, clearer to see how God is working. It's much clearer to see what he's delivering. Looking forward, very murky, very difficult, very foggy. But looking backwards, we can see Jesus, the Lamb of God. The disciples, even though Jesus told them, they still didn't understand. But looking backwards, it was made clear to them. 
What kind of God is this, though, that allows his own son to die? What kind of God is this? What kind of love is this that we're seeing? We can see throughout time that God is taking the messiness and he's making it beautiful. This is constantly on display. And if you were following with us through the Genesis series and you had one of these books, I love the very back of this. It it teases out this quote from the Bible. This is maybe a coloring page. But this is from one of the stories of um, towards the end where Joseph is left for dead and then God turns that moment into something beautiful and it ends up providing for, for the nations. And this sentence here is Joseph speaking, talking to his brothers who sold him into slavery. You meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. Is that not the story of tonight? That we look at Jesus. This is the man who at the, at the Last Supper, he is washing the feet of the one he knows will betray him. That the people who arrest him, that we just heard this story, he heals the ones who arrest him. And then the first words that he has on the cross are forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. Grace. And that we label this day, we call this day Good Friday. And that good is not a description of us, but of what God has done for us. That what has been meant for evil, God has used it for good. That we can see this in our own lives as well. It is very easy to see the darkness in our own lives, to see the sin in our own lives. But just as Jesus' death on the cross is horrific, what man has meant for evil, God uses for good. That God is redeeming your story. God is making your life new. Let me pray for us here as we continue in our worship. Jesus, we come to you reflecting on your death. You are radical because of the divine. You are radical because of the God that you are that enters into humanity. To live with humanity, to suffer, to die like a human, we pray that we would be pulled into the way of you. That as you enter humbly, that we would also enter into each other's lives humbly. That we would approach you humbly. We do not seek to escape this world, but instead to step into relationship. The barrier between us and you has been removed. Lead us to Jesus that we would find life and find the gospel unhindered that we would come to you unhindered no qualifications remind us because we are quick to forget remind us that we are allowed to be in your presence 
For if we have been united with you in your death, we most certainly are united with you in your resurrection. We can find ourselves like the disciples, believing this to be the end of the story. God is shut up in a tomb. Jesus, send your spirit to to open our hearts, to receive you, to remember the truth of the rest of the story. Our living hope. Amen. As we conclude here, the band is going to hum the song Living Hope. And you are invited to listen, to be reminded of the rest of the story, and to also pay attention to and sit inside of the brokenness that we recognize. The brokenness of Jesus, his body, the brokenness that you witness in the world of of the effects of sin is very clear. Let's, Let's like pay attention to that and hold true that we know the rest of the story, that we look forward to Easter on Sunday. And then as, you, as the band finishes and you depart, just depart in silence, depart in reflection.